Well, Karen, it is the day after the Met Gala, which means lots of ogling and critiquing people that we do not even know. Oh, (laughs) I guess we could say, look what the cat dragged in. (laughs) This is what's on tap. From the GBH Newsroom in Boston, I'm Paris Alston. Jeremy Siegel is out today, so executive producer Karen Marshall is here on the red carpet. In my cat, <laughs> Catmobile Batmobile. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. If you had a favorite look from the Met Gala, we'd love to hear about it. You can text or leave us a voicemail at 617-300-2008 so you can join in on the fun that we've been having all morning, looking at all of the different looks. One uh, of my favorite um, you know, like reels that I saw last night was a a woman rolling up to her computer and it said, not me in my coffee stained sweatshirt about to judge thousand dollar outfits. Exactly. Exactly. We will uh, be talking more about that in just a little bit. But first, we want to look over at Mass and Cass, the Mass and Cass corridor here in Boston, where yesterday around 120 people were cleared uh, from the tent encampment near there. Um, So this is something that the city has been doing pretty routinely. I mean, every every week they do street cleaning, just they they do all over the city. Mm -hmm. Um, But but specifically in that area of the city, of course, they're also cleaning trash and debris. And also, um, there have been continued efforts since the past, what, the past year now? I mean, past year at plus. At least, yeah. Um, you know, at least under the, yes, right, at least in general, but also under the Wu administration to try to relocate mm-hmm. people there. And so, as a part of yesterday's street cleaning, um, they that's that included the removal of tents. And in the past, when people have been able to, you know, move their tents, allow for the street cleaning, and then set those tents back up, that's not going to be allowed to happen this time. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to get people sort of in permanent um, housing mm-hmm. instead of having them have to go back to that living situation. And it's been an ongoing issue, which is why I think that they have the more regular cleanups, because people are, are getting hurt. You know, it's yes. unsafe for mm-hmm. people to be living in these areas. So um, so now, yeah, they're going to try to keep people from coming back. Right. And, and, and you know, unfortunately, I mean, so I, I see the incentive here, right, of like, okay, if you can't have the tents, then maybe that will encourage people to go into more permanent shelter. And at the same time, we know, as we've seen, people are do continue to come back even after uh, they're relocated or, or, or things are removed. Um, and so for the people who do end up coming back out there, at least for the time being until we hear a different directive, they're not going to the only shelter that they're going to be able to have out there is a tarp, I believe. Um, here's Alex, who is a 26 year old who's been in and out of homelessness for years um, and has some experience at down living down at Mass and Cass and says that the city's actions aren't fair. And this is just going to mean worse living conditions. We're just going to have to um, sleep in the rain. But anybody with warrants is probably going to avoid the area. But people that don't have to figure it out, deal with the wind and rain because we can't have we got tarps over us, but not on the sides. Hmm. Yeah, so definitely a complicated situation, as we've all known, right, for for, t- for years and years and years now. Uh, shout out to our, our colleague, GBH Tories, GBH's Tory Bedford, who's continued to do reporting um, on mass and cast. And we will continue to keep an eye on that situation as well. So it was a star-studded Met Gala last night, and we will get to more of that. But as the stars lit up the red carpet, thousands of movie and television writers went 
on strike. Mm. So this meant that production stopped um, and that could mean a number of things for your favorite shows, which we'll get into a little bit in a second. But this was after contract negotiations failed between um, the the Writers Guild and the, the production house or the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, which bargains on behalf of the studios, the TV networks, and the streaming platforms. Yeah, it's sort of, I mean, it's an, an interesting thought because some of the reasons why they're striking is because of, um, of unfair wages but also the inconsistency with streaming and and i think that you know as you say we'll see how that um affects some of your favorite shows but at the same time like there's really no seasons anymore i feel like just shows drop when they drop you watch when you watch i i don't know that i would notice because it's not like oh this show should be coming back on because it's fall um, right. So it's, it's just it's a very same. curious time um, and sort of a an interesting road to navigate. But yeah, um, I also and, wonder if anyone locally is is a part of this. right. That is a great question. I mean, um, because we know that a number of shows are are, are shot here mm-hmm. um, in Massachusetts and a number of movies as well. So it could be right that maybe that movie or that show that you were expecting um, to to roll out at a certain point or you were waiting on the season it might be delayed more immediately. Though what we're going to see is late night TV being disrupted. So for instance, things like uh, all the late night talk shows are going to go dark oh. as for as long as they're is a strike yeah. Saturday Night Live for instance will not be airing as long as there is a strike so those are the things that we would um, definitely see immediately in other cases seasons may be cut short um, as I say things are getting delayed because people ain't getting paid y'all mm-hmm. so um, the other thing you mentioned streaming Karen um, and how this is sort of impacting the landscape here so Yes, it's true. Like, there's no seasons anymore, and and a lot of times the streaming services will have fewer episodes than say sh- than say shows that were broadcast. So mm-hmm. it's inconsistent and con. con- sorry depending on how much money you're going to get say if you're writing for a show that's streamed and you get um, x amount per episode right exactly and if it's only like say it's a limited series or Mm -hmm. something you get like seven or eight episodes that's not the same as if you you've done a whole season or in the season as recurring also you know how like broadcast shows used to be syndicated um, or can be syndicated can be aired elsewhere, right? And so, yeah. so presumably you would be getting the residual income from when it's aired elsewhere. But if you're streaming and it's exclusive to say Netflix or only on Hulu, you're not going to get the income because it's not going to be streamed anywhere else hmm. per se. So those are some of the things that they're um, fighting for. Also, uh, reality TV is a part of this because in some cases writers have been prepping scripts for reality. TV when and one could argue that it doesn't need to be scripted, right? right well, like, you you always wonder, <laughs> but someone there's going to be good producers and writers somewhere that help feed you know these scenarios of uh, you know on Love Is Blind, like you know they get there somehow. They are I don't these I people know, aren't one hundred percent naturally really getting there. Yes, yeah, exactly. making these decisions that some of these reality show stars <sighs> make. Oh my goodness! But um, more than sixty shows have been shut down. Is that right? Well, this was okay. So you remember that 15 years ago this was between 2007 mm-hmm. 2008 there was a writer writer strike so during that time period there were 60 shows that had been okay. shut down uh there was a lot of uh, like millions of money lost in ad revenue because this is the first walkout the one that's happening now is the first one in 15 years wow. since that one so I mean, this was that was also during the 2008 recession or right at the beginning of it when that happened. Right. But 
back then it was some similar issues or at least the precursor to the issues we're seeing now with people fighting for better residuals from DVD sales or um, compensation for scripts written for films and shows that were online. So this was before streaming, but really just sort of foreshadowing kind of the stuff that we're seeing now. Well, it'd be interesting to see like what happens tonight when Seth Meyers is supposed to be um, sitting behind the desk. Might get a rerun or something like that. Well, in any event, the celebrities who were at the Met Gala did comment on the strike last night. Here's Quinta Brunson, um, who is an actor and writer on one of my favorite shows, Abbott Elementary, yeah. speaking in support of those who are striking. I'm a member of WGA and support WGA and, you know, them getting what we, us, us, getting what we need. So I hope that no one wants to strike, but I hope that we're able to rectify this, whatever that means. And also Jimmy Fallon, who would be impacted by this, his show would, mm. uh, came out in support of the writers, too. Hopefully that there is no strike. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. We'll find out tonight, you know, but uh, I, I wouldn't have a show for them for my writers and I support them all the way. Well, hey, okay. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what you want to hear, yep. right? So you mentioned cats earlier, and I well, just... Well, because Doja Cat came dressed as an actual cat. Yes. Okay. And then, okay, go ahead. Yes, well, there were multiple <laughs> people. It was Doja Cat, Jared Jello. Leto. Yeah, those were the most obvious. Which was one of my favorite... Lo- yes, yeah. most obvious. Also, Lil Nas X had a little cat stuff going on, and Chloe Feynman had a, a cat purse. Okay. And I realized that there's a connection between this and what we were talking about with Daniel Medwed earlier in terms of the estate planning stuff. So this okay. year's... Good, because I was wondering where the cats right, came Everybody's in. like, what's up with yeah, all these cats? Yeah. So this year's gala honored Carl Lagerfeld, who died in 2019, and he left much of his estate to his cat, Choupette, oh, <laughs> who had become like a social media star, apparently. Yeah, I, had, I didn't Amazing. know who this cat was. But I remember looking at Jared Leto's outfit, and I was like, that cat looks, I mean, that's like a pretty outfit. So Jared like, Leto was, was Choupette? Allegedly. Wow. Jared Leto is actually playing, by the way, Carl uh, Lagerfeld in a biopic coming oh, up. Oh, exactly. See, it yeah. all connects. So it's all Here connecting. Thank you for doing that because <laughs> I was actually searching this morning and trying to figure out because there's always a theme. So there was the cat theme. Yeah. There was also a lot of like um, pearls and beading. Yeah, which a lot of Chanel part of his, designs yes, exactly happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many were hoping that the actual cat, Choupette, would be there, but she had to oh, stay my home goodness. She couldn't make it. So thank goodness she got all those homages in. <laughs> anyway right um what were some of your favorite outfits um oh my gosh now you're gonna put me on the spot i actually did like rihanna's i I think that um our producer rachel described it as like whipped cream yeah (laughs) she kind of did look like she she had sort of i mean it just looked comfy though i mean of Mm -hmm. course she's going to be comfy because she is um she's still pregnant right pregnant and we learned that two other celebrities serena williams and carly kloss are pregnant and we learned that last night yeah i i enjoyed i enjoyed those i'm trying to think of who else i saw that kind of stuck i thought the kim kardashian looked pretty good yeah although it looked very uncomfortable to try to sit in but for real still. right i liked um i liked janelle monet she had kind of like the the cone dress thing going on and then it had the black and white coat over it I and then did you see hard. who made like a special appearance when the cockroach oh my ran god onto the- yes <laughs> Wait, who was it? Who wait, you're talking about the cockroach itself? It was there was a cockroach that came out onto the red the carpet in the uh, exactly oh, and my the uh, photographer started taking pictures of him, you know, sort of jokingly, and then he actually crawled onto one of their 
that's beat, amazing. And that just totally creeped me out. I think so that's it was just a wild thing. The irony of like, right, a cockroach at the Met Gala of all places. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, in any event, a couple things happening today at 11 o'clock. The Big Blue Conference put on by the Cape Cod Chamber of Commerce is going to be going on. Um, the 12 o'clock, Boston Mayor Michelle Wu is going to be announcing open streets, routes, oh, and right, the dates yeah. for open Newbury. And also the Blue Jays and the Red Sox play at Fenway tonight at 710. Well, that's what's on tap for Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023. I'm Paris Alston. And I'm Karen Marshall. This is GBH News. GBH.